Welcome to the Pre-Vet Pausecast. I'm Alex Avellino, your tour guide on the journey to becoming a veterinarian. Listen along as we provide you with tips, tricks, and tales on applying to veterinary school. Welcome back to the Pre-Vet Podcast, Season 4, Binging the Application. I will be taking you through the VEMCAS application with best practices, advice, things to think about. And alongside with me is my producer and veterinary school hopeful, Jeffrey Young. Jeffrey, say hi to the listeners. Hey, everyone. Jeffrey is hopeful, class of 2026 member. He'll be applying to the VEMCAS application um, he actually just opened up his programs this morning, and so he will be a great resource for us as we go through the application. So season four is completely different from any of the podcast seasons we've had before. Previously in the podcast, we've had veterinarians come on or vet students, and we've interviewed them about their lives and their path, and that's been wonderful and has given everyone great advice. And I feel like we've dove pretty deep into that arena, but this season is all about advising the applicant. So the episodes are going to be flip-flopped. On the odd episodes, you're going to get Jeffrey and I talking about the application and advice for the application based on my six years in this office with thousands of students from a UF, College of Veterinary Medicine, admissions perspective. And on the even episodes, you're going to hear real-life advising sessions with pre-vet students. And those students were lovely enough to let me record their episodes so everyone could be hearing what advice sounds like for each particular student. While keeping in mind, listeners, when you listen, you know, that's their personal journey. Your journey is going to be different, but in general, you might be able to glean some information. Jeffrey, what are your thoughts that we have an advising session season? I think it's really great uh, just because you can only do so many advising sessions yourself. Yeah. So getting able to sit in on someone else. Yes. Yes. And sometimes they ask questions that you didn't think to ask. So true. And even just here, I think it's helpful to hear the back and forth that you'll hear between me and the pre-vet students so that you can have listeners, you can have that back and forth with yourself at home. So uh, yeah, it's just good practice for everyone. And I mean, it's just fun to listen to. It's just, it's just a good time. Jeffrey, what's the process been like so far? So far, it's been pretty good. Uh, a bit of a surprise came from UF this morning with their video essays. But yes. <laughs> besides that, everything's been going smoothly. The VEMCAS application is essentially a common app, which means lots of students are using it for many different schools. Jeffrey, how many schools use the VEMCAS application? So a total of 44 vet schools are using it. Wow. So that means in-state and um, out-of-country schools, right? So like schools that are in Europe or Australia are also using it. So uh, in the United States, there's about 32 vet schools right now, um, and then a bunch of them are going to use VEMCAS. And then if you're applying to schools like, you know, like I said, in Europe or England, Ireland, Australia, they're all going to use the VEMCAS application. So you're going to go ahead and open that up and you're going to start filling it out. And Jeffrey, have you started filling it out yet? I did. I started filling it out back in January. Okay. So thanks for reminding me. Yeah. So let's talk about the cycle dates. So basically VEMCAS has started opening in January. 
Um, it started doing that about last year, I believe, and the purpose was for students to get extra time to fill out their application. So the application opens up in January, and then the individual programs open up in May. And so what that means is when Jeffrey's been working on it, he hasn't been able to see what the individual programs are up to. But now that they've opened, he can, and like we, he mentioned, he got to see that UF has a video essay this year, which I think is really fun, but I'm sure applicants are a little panicky. So then the application is going to go close in September. Jeffrey, do we know the date that it closes this year? September 15th. So basically you have nine months to put your entire life into this application. And the application is not free. So this year, how much does the first application cost? Uh, so for the first application, it's $220. And then each one you add on is going to be an extra $120. Okay. So essentially, if you were only applying to the University of Florida, it would cost you $220 to go through the VEMCAS, and then UF has a supplemental application as well. And I think this year it costs $37. It's around that range. The bottom line is the more schools you apply to, the more expensive it's going to get. Uh, so if you're applying to UF and let's say Colorado State, your BEMCAS application alone is costing you $340, and then you're paying for supplemental fees if applicable. So keep that in mind, students. You wanna be a little choosy about how many schools you apply to because it can get expensive, and schools might start doing in-person interviews again, which means you'll be flying to some of these locations. So you wanna be thinking about the cost of the applications. You might be asking yourself, how many schools should I apply to? That is totally up to you. Jeffrey, do you know uh, how many schools you want to apply to this cycle? This cycle, I'm thinking about applying to three schools. Okay, three schools. And then do you have a plan if that doesn't work out this year? Uh, yeah, so basically my plan is to look at the feedback that they give me uh, based on if my application gets rejected and then go from there. Uh, but the sort of two paths I'm thinking I'd have to take would be either getting some more work in or taking some extra classes. Right, and so I, I like that we're talking about this because it's so competitive to apply to vet school. In general, I believe there is one seat for every two applicants. So basically, there's a 50% chance of getting in the first time. Just know that it's competitive. Jeffrey is aware that potentially he might have to apply again, although fingers crossed he won't have to, and that he could be making adjustments to the application based on some feedback. Okay, so now let's just chat about the application and what is in there. So you open up the VEMCAS application and there are four sections that you're going to be greeted with. And those sections are essentially about demographic information, your academic history, your program materials and supplemental materials. Okay. So Jeffrey, tell us um, the different sections, like what we're going to be going over this season. What are, what are our episodes about this year? Uh, so for this season, we're going to go through each part of the VIMCAS application. And so we're going to have an episode dedicated to the academic history uh, and GPA, and another one for the essays, one for our letters of recommendation, two separate episodes on getting experience, one for veterinary experience, the other for non-veterinary experience the individual programs, the explanation statement, advice for repeat applicants, and then finally the interview itself. Yeah, and we've made this season bingeable. We're, we've dropped it all on one day, so as you go through your application, you can be 
what, listening to each episode based on where you're at in the application. We just really want students to feel a little bit more comfortable when they're approaching the application because, I mean, I would say it's pretty scary. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah, it's not like a, woohoo, I get to do my application. It's like, oh my goodness, this is a lot. And this is huge advice. When y'all finish your application, save it. Save it as a PDF on your computer because it doesn't save forever. And then you can be reviewing it if you get an application. And you'll see when you save that PDF, it can be between 40 and 60 pages long. Okay, and then just as a friendly reminder, Jeffrey and I are not VEMCAS um, experts. We're just going to be chatting with you about Jeffrey's personal experience and my experiences working with students. By the time we're done with the season, Jeffrey will probably have gone through most of his application. But just again, reminder, if you have VEMCAS questions, you want to make sure you contact their customer service line. That you can, They're really super helpful. They'll help you get through the application. And then you want to contact each individual school that you're applying to with specific details about that program. Because we are not VEMCAS experts, I am going to, first of all, push everyone to the individual colleges of vet meds websites and the VEMSAR, V-M-S-A-R, the Veterinary Medical School Admission Requirements. So VEMCAS is amazing. And by the way, y'all, VEMCAS is from the AAVMC. The AAVMC is the American Association of Veterinary Medical Colleges, and they have put this application common app together for you and for the Colleges of Vet Med, which is amazing because that's how we can process the applications that we process. So shout out to the AAVMC. If you're not following them on social media, go ahead and do it. They have a ton of resources for y'all. But anyway, the VEMSAR, V-M-S-A-R, so helpful. Jeffrey, talk about why it's helpful. So basically what they did is they took every single vet school that you could think about applying to and put them all in one program and you're actually able to filter them out based on which ones take the VIMCAS application, which ones need a bachelor's, which ones require the GRE. And so it's really helpful. And once you click on the individual schools themselves, they have a lot more information based on the criteria that that school is looking at, their acceptance data, and cost of tuition and things like that. Honestly, it is amazing. The VEMSAR Fund History Fact used to be a book that they published every year, but now it's online. It is so helpful. And I will say, you know, for the AAVMC to collect all this data, we still want to triple check with the school. So we just want to make sure everything is up to date, but this is a great start. Jeffrey, will you tab back? I want to look at who is requiring a bachelor's degree this year. So we get this question a lot on like, does UF require a bachelor's degree? And we do not, but I think only one school does. Yeah, push yet, yeah, yes. So for the in-state, so for the in-country schools, Tuskegee, UC Davis, and that is it. So if you are planning to apply to the United States schools, only Tuskegee and UC Davis require a bachelor's degree. I also would encourage everyone, get a map out so you can see like what area of the country do you wanna live in? So Jeffrey, I know you are considering some Northeast schools. Like, how do you feel about that weather? I am a little nervous about that because I did grow up in Florida my whole life. Ugh. So if I do end up going to any of those, it's definitely going to be a shock. As someone who grew up in New Jersey, I love Florida so much. I love the weather.
Be aware that Vemcast offers a fee waiver program. I need you to go ahead and Google it. I just think it's wonderful that Vemcast has thought about some folks who maybe um, could use some financial aid when it comes to the application fees. So check that out. That's available as well. The question I think I get the most is how do I stand out or how do I make my application stand out? And my biggest advice for that is it's more important to show that you are ready. So by showing you're ready in your different essays, so showing professional, mature, relevant examples in your essays, having really strong letters of recommendation from folks who know you super well, who support you, who are scoring you high on that letter of recommendation section, having experiences that are relevant, so avoiding pet experience, avoiding you know 20,000 hours of fostering kittens or dog experience, like you really want the, ex the experience section to look robust yet concise. So that's how you stand out, by avoiding common mistakes, avoiding non-relevant experiences, avoiding typos in your essays. That's how, honestly, how you can stand out. So to stand out, you just need to show you're ready by presenting us with a very professional application. So that's all we have for you for this first episode. Just a quick overview of what this season is going to sound like, what the application looks like, introducing uh, y'all to Jeffrey, who's going to be along on this journey with me. And we are so excited that we made it bingeable. So I'm sure y'all are just going to keep playing. So I will be back in a second. I'm Alex Avellino. And I'm Jeffrey Young. And we'll talk to you soon.